0: September eighth, Chris. What's
1: it mean? It's podcast day.
0: Yes it is. Now we're back on Tuesday, our normal time. Last week we did it Thursday, which we learned a long time ago. Thursday's not the best day. It kinda hurts our downloads because you know people have things to do on the weekends. They like to listen to us during the week. But you had things come up. We like to give notice when we do that, but that was last minute, so hopefully in the future we'll better give some notice when we gotta do that. But
1: And here we are on a Tuesday. Fucking loser
0: why why am I a
1: loser? You're a sucker. Am, am I a sucker too? You loser and sucker. I know. You, I don't know why you joined the military, you loser and sucker. <laughs> well that's what the president thinks of us. Doesn't yeah.
0: It? I feel I, I feel have, desecrated. No. I and, know. changed my I'm voting for Biden now. Yeah. That's what did it for me. Yeah. So everybody jump on the Biden. I can't even say this straight. I'm not <laughs> for Biden. I, I would never vote for that freaking idiot. I can't do that. But, uh, but but yeah, what do you think about that? Uh another story with anonymous sources. So 60 days before the election. What do you think about that? Three
1: anonymous sources. Three. You know, they really went it, all out this time, yeah, huh? Yeah, you know, it wow. just, it's remarkable the, the, the length people will go through. And this happened in 2018. No, yeah. wow. And nothing was said in 2018? What? Nothing, was, nothing said. was said in 2018. <laughs> and now they expect us to believe this nonsense? Yeah. I, you know, I just, it's it's not credible. And the reason I, in my opinion, I say it's not credible, the that I don't think Trump called us losers or suckers or the people in the service losers or suckers because John Bolton was with him on that day. Mm -hmm. And if you read, just skim through John Bolton's book, it's just a Trump bashing, you know, he holds no punches in there. So if Trump said that on that day, he would have definitely published it in his book. Well,
0: obviously, I mean, and, and in that book, he talks specifically about that day and it plainly st- and this book came out after he got fired or released by Trump and they didn't and he didn't like Trump but he speaks about that day and it plainly states it was due to the weather. John Kelly, former chief of staff, who is not a fan of Trump anymore, came out and said that's a false narrative. It did not happen that way. Everybody else there has debunked this story, but of course, you know, typical Joe Biden he goes out and still tries to tell people, oh, yeah, he said this. He said, just like he's been doing the whole Charlottesville thing that's been debunked for three or four years now. It's all nonsense. They think that's going to have an impact. It's not yeah. going to have an impact. Yeah. Well, he, well, I mean, you had a friend who was gullible enough to buy it up, didn't you? Yeah.
1: He, he messaged me. We had a conversation about it. You know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with opening up a dialogue and having a conversation about it. Either way, I'm not swayed. There's no way I could ever jump on a dementia Well, wait. First of all, I have to d- ask, which, d- way, train.
0: which way did your did your friend lean begin with
1: oh you know he's a liberal oh okay yeah. so okay so, yeah. so so when
0: he contacted you you know he's, he's trying to get you on, on that side so he's like oh you see this yeah okay well a- anybody anybody who has common sense isn't going to buy this nonsense i don't buy it uh, so uh and I, it really doesn't care one way or the other to me yeah it's like i know who i'm voting for they know who they're voting for yeah. so all this nonsense which also the writer of this story his wife not only used to work for the Democrats, but she also contributed a lot of money to the Democrats. So that right there just tells you right there this is fraud. So. Yeah,
1: and it's extremely left leaning magazine, The Atlantic. So yeah, but yeah.
0: but this is our uh, our, our Labor Day uh, special here. You yeah. know, uh, we're not going to go deep in politics this week. We're going to actually talk about some uh, jobs that that we've had in the past before military, after military, which uh, you ain't got nothing to speak on that aspect. You ain't done that since well, I you guess retired. you could say
1: college is kind of a well, job. Yeah, okay. That's got, you know, you got to look at it that yeah. way. To Instead be of them paying
0: you, you're paying them. But okay. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, but you wanted to go. Uh, you wanted to go into one of your little um, history lessons. So uh, go yeah. ahead and take it away.
1: Well, I, I think a lot of times we take a lot of different things in America for granted, and I wish a lot of people would learn that about America. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, it's the first Monday of every September it is Labor Day. It's been out of way since June 28th, nineteen I mean 1894 when uh, President Cleveland made it a national holiday and uh, Labor Day became a holiday because at the time it was it was at the height of the the industrial Revolution in America and uh, we're starting to get establishment of workers unions and uh, workers rights and uh, cleanliness of factories and just a lot of different things were happening at that time and 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 uh, so you know, Congress and uh, President Cleveland decided here. Let's make a holiday out of it, and so we have Labor Day, another barbecue yep. holiday. You know, yeah, you it's, got to break out the dogs yep. and,
0: and, and the the burgers, and and even people who don't work get to get to partake.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think Labor Day should also that day have a job fair. You know, for people <laughs> here get you into the labor force. You know, but uh, well,
0: they're too busy rioting and
1: looting. Right? But there is a. You know it's the end of the american summer you know starts with memorial day ends on labor day but uh you know i was at the bar and i was having a shooting pool and having a good time with a couple of friends and uh not you no not me not ever but uh my uh my buddy's girlfriend shows up and she's wearing white and i was like today's the last day you could wear white because you can't wear white after labor day you know and we started having a conversation it's like why is that why is this and <clears throat> from the research i did there's no real reason that you can't wear white after labor day really what it is it is the the, the wealthy class and millionaires and the rich class trying to make rules on fashion and style mm. that they were hoping people would pick up but nowadays you know none of that fashion rules none of those styles none well, of that I mean, matters you know
0: if anybody sees how i dress you I ain't got that fashion sense anyway so I keep it pretty simple.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, you rock your Hawaiian shirts every now and again, show <laughs> off a little bit of your taco meat, uh, but I mean, yeah, that's a cool style for you. I could see you rocking that. Um, you should wear your Hawaiian shirts more often. At least when you leave the house when, whenever, you know. Well, I almost pulled one out the other day, but
0: uh, it was so hot. I mean, last week when we did this podcast, my gosh, it was ridiculous.
1: Oh, it was a sweat locker in here, dude. Yeah, and, can, and, it was a sauna. I lost three pounds just in here doing the podcast. Oh, well, you can't tell. Yeah. But uh, Friday was. <laughs> Two bellies in the shed.
0: <laughs> Friday was out of control, too. It was so hot. I, I didn't even want to venture outside. I didn't do anything. So. But Saturday and Sunday were good. I was able to take care of some things I didn't want to take care of, Uh I still ain't taking care of this big limb that crashed and tore the fence up because I'm getting tired of that nonsense. but.
1: Well, it's starting to cool oh. off. Maybe yeah. you can get out there without having a heat stroke. And
0: well, I got, I got, I, I got to get in the mood
1: to do it. And that's
0: I can't tell when that mood's going to happen. But
1: anyway, what do you mean by getting in the mood? Do you have to like? Does your chainsaw have to like sweet talk in? But like, hi, no, George. I got to be able to I gotta, take me off the wall, George. You know, some
0: days I get up. and put I want to Put your hands me, so. on me, George.
1: Okay, stop, clean. Stop. Take me out and let me chip that wood, George. Okay. Um, anyway, you know, uh, so you want to put talk? You, you want to talk about some uh,
0: jobs that, that that we've had in the past? Correct.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well. Oh, I
0: mean, I mean, I hope you don't ramble one all day about particular jobs, but um, <laughs> don't give me that look.
1: <laughs> Damn, dude. Don't give me that You've look. You've been like this since I showed up. <laughs> Just little barbs here and there. Here. I well, mean, hey, I'm not a conversation yeah. dominator well, like you. Well, hold on. You know?
0: a, well, you know, if I got something to say, I want to say it. But, um, yeah, conversation Chris, dominator. Okay, now can I finish then? I mean, go ahead. Chris brought duck, duck. what are they? Duck donuts. Duck donuts up here today. I've never had a duck donut, and, and now I see why, because... I mean, I'm a simple person I like regular donuts I, I like some chocolate on top I, I like a little uh, cream feeling inside Not really the, the banana stuff I like the, um, the, the Bavarian cream I prefer regular whipped cream but Chris brings up these donuts, and, and, and he's got one. What was it? Maple syrup? Oh, shit, maple ma- bacon. Bacon all that over That shit
1: is good. You're, you're, that was nasty. You're a rare breed right now, that man. Nasty. That that donut and I, is and I I love, delicious. I love bacon,
0: and I love bacon, and, and when people have always said, oh, bacon's great on everything, and ice cream, this, that, and the other, well, today, uh, that theory was proved wrong, because it don't belong on yeah. a damn donut.
1: You know, something I don't think belongs on a donut, say it's like... Soy sauce or sriracha. Like, you would never eat soy no. sauce and sriracha. No. But I kind of do want to try that uh, cheeseburger that uh, has two glazed donuts eh, on eh, it. That sounds
0: disgusting. I, hey. I, I would never desecrate one of my cheeseburgers like
1: that. I want to try it out. If you ever go out to Isle, there's a restaurant called the Shark's Den, and they have the grilled... Cheeseburger, and what it is is two grilled sandwiches. I mean, grilled cheese sandwiches with two strips of bacon in the grilled cheese sandwiches, and that's the bun yeah. for your burger. Now that sounds good. It's delicious. Yeah. It's it it is See? it's a heart attack sandwich, but it's fucking so, great.
0: Sometimes you can't mix sweet with savory. It, it just don't work. It just don't work. I, I, I'm not I'm not putting glazed donuts on my cheeseburger. That just sounds disgusting. Well,
1: I want to try it. I want to try it. I don't know a place that does. I think there's a place in Raleigh that has it, but I like to try it. Yeah.
0: But I was really looking forward to a donut this morning with a glass of milk. But, um, yeah, that got shut to hell, though.
1: So, yeah, I but, but, mean, I, but I appreciate the effort, I mean, though. there there was donuts there. There were just regular donuts, and some had a chocolate icing on top. There was even a, one with sprinkles. I know, sprinkles. I should have y- grabbed Yeah, that but, you know, it didn't have the sauce in the middle, you know. It didn't well, have the cream in the middle. Well, and, I don't want to make it sound you know, like I'm looking at gift horse
0: in yeah. the mouth here. No, I appreciate the effort. Mm. And, and the sprinkles one would have been just fine. But after I bit into the first one, I mean, I, I, I kind of lost all interest at that point. So. Well, but uh, but hey, it was worth an effort. I gave it a shot. Now I know don't put bacon on donuts.
1: Well, I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat them. They're delicious to well, me. I, I mean, yeah, you bought them. Know, I like a the little bit of icing left over. Like they don't skimp on the icings. They they load those motherfuckers down. Now the ones you brought last week, now those were good. Yeah, those were Dunkin' Donuts. That's, you you know? can't beat Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I mean you're right. Dunkin' does make good donuts, but you know I just figured it, you know I was I had to take my my kid to school and mm-hmm. I bring up something different. You didn't like it. Oh well, let's move on.
0: I have. I thought we would just cover it and let people know that. What was your first job? Don't put. Oh. My first job was a busboy at Ponderosa Steakhouse. Now, if people don't know what Ponderosa Steakhouse is, it's just a regional little chain up there in West Virginia. I think they had some in Ohio. Just around that area there. Stuff.
1: Well, they so. went out to Missouri. I, I used to work out at okay, Ponderosa yeah. also. You worked at Ponderosa also? Yeah. Good to go. I lasted two weeks. Two weeks,
0: huh? Two weeks. I quit on Mother's Day, 1990. Why? Well, because. Uh, let me, let me lay the groundwork here. I, I was the busboy, like I said. It was Mother's Day, busy as hell, lying out the door. Uh, I'm the only one back there. Things are piling up everywhere. I got no help. I looked over. There's two old managers. These guys, all they did was walk around and smoke, because that was back when you could smoke in the restaurant. They would even smoke in the back with the dishwashing and all that. Yeah. And all they did was walk around that. smoking and carrying cups of coffee. And they both just stood there just watching and chatting while I was just... I mean, you know, and I was I was what seventeen, so it, or sixteen, yeah, sixteen, I guess uh, sixteen, going on seventeen, and um, I mean, it, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like I was afraid of work, but I mean, gee whiz, I mean, then I think minimum wage was what four twenty five, yeah, so so basically I thought there's better options out there instead of it because I just kept turning around and they just kept palling up, palling up, palling up, and uh, there was no help, so I said no, nope, I don't need this, so I walked out. Uh, I yeah. Left.
1: I was a dishwasher at, at Ponderosa. And mm-hmm. then when they started going downhill, I started calling them Ponderosa. Mm. Uh, they did go downhill, didn't they? Yeah, they did go downhill. But um, I remember smoking. I'd, I'd be doing dishes, and I had an ashtray, and I had a cigarette going. And I was, <laughs> I could do dishes and smoke at the same time. It Good was old wonderful. Good old days. Good old, Good days. old days. But uh, when I was there, I was, I want to say, I was uh, maybe the start of my senior year. So about the same age you were, 17, something like that. And uh, I, w- I thought I was going to go to college. So I was wanting to go down and tour uh, Southwest Missouri State down in Springfield, Missouri. And me and my buddy, his name's Craig, he's like, let's go down. His older brother was in a frat down there and going to school down there. he's like, here, I'll show you all around. I'll show you all the hot spots. And I'll give you, you know, a good campus tour. And good campus tour he did. Went down there and uh, I actually tried a psychedelic. I ate some shrooms. And um, yeah. toured around on I'm Not surprised Yeah And um, it's the only time I ever did psychedelics And uh, Or I shouldn't say psychedelics But it's the only time I ever, ever ate shrooms I mean, It was a wild trip man I thought I was tall as a, a a telephone pole And I was like Stepping And like my foot was going Over my knees And everyone was like Why are you walking like that I was like Because I'm so tall Like I'm walking normal <laughs> But yeah it was a good time I enjoyed it it was it was it was, it was my 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 uh, dive into college life I was like man if I do go to college I'm just gonna become a druggie so another reason that uh college wasn't one of my first choices
0: well everybody. why did you leap on
1: oh well they had they had me scheduled to work that weekend so I just didn't fucking go to work <laughs> <laughs> so they fired me <laughs> And I, so I just ditched work to go, go go trip on shrooms, you know, so. Well,
0: yeah, after after Ponderosa, then I went to Bob Evans and I think a lot of people know what Bob Evans is. Uh, and they, they, they got one in Raleigh here and I believe that's the only one in North Carolina. But uh, then they're in Virginia, Ohio, West Virginia, blah, uh, plenty of other places. But uh, so I worked there and I was a I was a dishwasher slash bus boy there and uh, bus boy. And uh I stayed there for about a year until I joined the Marine Corps. So yeah. then I went then I left the Marine Corps July 10th, 1991.
1: Yeah. 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 One of the worst jobs I ever did was uh <coughs> is a job called detasseling corn. I don't know. I, I, I that's exactly what it was. They load us up in this tractor and it, it 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 went as fast as molasses pours out of a jar and you sit there and you just pull the tassels out. You know it's part of the tassels on the corn. It's like you know, corn's come up in sections, kind of like an antenna, and you had to pull out the tassel. And what it does is 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 it fertilizes it. You take the tassel out of the female parts, and you leave the male parts. So there's five rows, four rows are female, one row is male, and you don't tassel the males so the pollen can get in, fertilize the females. It's seed corn. And uh, we would drive from Hannibal, and then we would cross the border over to Iowa. And I, I don't know if you've ever been to Iowa, but fucking— One time, yes. Uh, the cornfields in Iowa are massive. Like, you, you would start at one end of the cornfield and you wouldn't even see the other end. Like, it dropped off the horizon. That's how large these fucking cornfields were. And we'd make two passes. We would go down and come back. And by the time we did that, it was in a day. But you'll get corn rash and those corn leaves cut. But you had to have gloves. And if you didn't cut the fingertips out of your gloves, you couldn't pull the tassels out. And if you get behind, and there's a checker coming up, and they would kind of yell at you and be like, Oh, you need a tassel corn better. But this was the first time I ever tried uh, Red Man chewing tobacco.
0: <laughs> I knew that very well. Huh?
1: And, uh, you know, and it was funny, too, because uh, one of the foremen was uh, a gym coach at our middle school. And I was young, 13, 14 years old. Like, you had to have a waiver from your parents to go. And, uh, it was child labor, I'm telling you, it was, it was, it was tough, tough work. And, uh, but we always saw him dip in red, man. We're like, holy shit, here's this health coach, this gym coach telling us don't eat fried foods and don't do, use tobacco products. And here he is with a cheek full of chaw. And, uh, so, um, we went and bought some, which was amazing too, because back then, you know, smoking you know was 18 and here we are 14 years old but we went to the the bootleg I shouldn't say bootleg but the liquor store that sold to miners oh yeah nobody checked back Yeah, then. and
0: uh right when I used to buy a snuff uh 89 cents back then and no one ever checked things
1: hmm. yeah so we we got a pouch of red man and uh me and my buddy <clears throat> Craig who I, I trip shrooms with later in uh later in our lives but uh yeah we sat and i got sick as fuck and it was hot and the sun was bearing down on me i didn't know what to do dude i got all dizzy from it and i was like this is i felt like you know sandlot when they went on to the the twirl the world and they were all like oh, yeah. have their chaw in and everything yeah the, fir- the first time i ever did copenhagen
0: i was on the riverbank and uh yeah it, i got sick uh like you just said uh just just sick I, i'm pretty sure i probably threw up too and all that it was yeah but, you know, then, then it became my regular thing. But, uh, yeah, the first time was not fun. So.
1: Yeah, chewing tobacco is disgusting. I think it's so gross. Okay. Disgusting.
0: So, well, well, what else did you do after that leading up to your Marine Corps time?
1: So um, I got a job through a friend. Her name's Kendra. I went to high school with her and everything. Her dad uh, was um, the maintenance manager. Like, he was the head honcho. I can't to say it head honcho, but he was, like, third in charge at a, at a water park campground by uh, Mark Twain Lake called The Landing. And I was just up there. I was just kind of labor, like I would weed eat, mow the grass, this, that, and the other. And uh, and so I was doing that, <clears throat> and then uh, they had an opportunity. I shouldn't say opportunity. It makes it sound like I got really progressive here. But um, they had a lifeguard class, and it was like, here, we're looking for, if you want to sign up for this lifeguard class. I think it was like 30 bucks or something. And uh, we showed up. It was a, a week-long process. We showed up before the park opened. Um, we had a... Show that we are uh, confident swimmers. And uh, so I got my lifeguard license and for the next couple summers, that's what I did. And I loved it, you know, I loved it. You know, you, you get to see, you know, chicks in bikinis and you know, not only are you working, here I was 16 years old, but there was college kids that come in mm. And here I am, you know, sometimes the park would close and they would let us slide down the slide and then these college kids would go buy some booze and here we are just kind of drinking out. That was cool. I was hanging out with these older kids and, you know, working out at a water park. I had a perfect tan, but I came up with an invention while I was there. Now I'm putting it out there on the, on this, on this broadcast and if this shit comes out, I, you fucking stole this idea from me, <laughs> but I came out cause I, I got tired of always adjusting my umbrella to create shade it just got fucking annoying you know so i was like man if i could just invent a device that goes on top of the umbrella and 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 tracks the sun but it's opposite of the sun so it's always casting, casting a shadow on me this would be fucking primo but i just never got around to doing the blueprints and uh you know marketing and everything i was going to call it the sunflower umbrella because, you know, sunflowers track the sun and follow the sun. So I was like, yeah, that's going to be work. It's marketing. People like sunflowers. People like sunflower seeds. So, so if anyone steals my idea out there, fuckers, it's wow. my idea. Give me credit. You're not taking long to get the Fs in there, are you? Yeah.
0: Okay. So, well, was this the last job you had before you joined the Marine Corps?
1: Nope. Golly, we're moving on, huh? Moving on. Okay. I mean, you, you can no, interject. No, 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 no. no yeah,
0: you, I want you to get up to the Marine Corps career like I did. Okay. Okay. So I, like the, I was 18 when I went to boot camp. So now, tell me your age, too, when you get up there.
1: So, so I uh, after high school, oh, when I was in high school, I got a job at uh, Golden Corral. Yeah. And that's back when the Golden Corral actually cut their steaks. Now they come pre-cut or all of them are really buffets now and they cook it right there on the grill. But this is when you could actually order steaks and they had a buffet. Yeah so uh, i think you
0: can still do that can't
1: you um i i'm not sure i think you can but i mean why when you got the whole buffet yeah. you can still get a steak off the buffet i kind of
0: stay away from buffets so i don't know but. yeah
1: so i was i was the meat cutter there so i would cut up that you would get these big um these big i don't know what i think they're called sirloins not sirloins but anyway I, I had to do all these different cuts you know they bring in the, the cuts that the larger meats i had to cut down to two smaller steaks and everything uh, had to make had to make it the meatloaf there. It was so gross. I'll never eat meatloaf at Gone Crow. And here's why: when you trim the steak and everything, there's a little bit of red meat that goes with it. Even like the silver skin, you post put it in a in a in a bowl. Then you grind it up, and then you put in their meat their the their meatloaf mix, and you make the meatloaf form. Then you put it in the pans, and then the cooks bake it. But it's it's literally leftovers. It's literally just fat and silver skin and very little lean meat on it. It's disgusting. I would never eat the meatloaf there.
0: But yeah, but fat gives a flavor.
1: I mean, in the but the whole thing's fat. Like it's
0: people don't care. They wouldn't be going to a buffet.
1: Well, they wouldn't be eating that meatloaf. Hopefully, don't eat the meatloaf now. It's <laughs> fucking gross. But uh, I was dating this girl. Her name was Amanda, and uh, she would come in every now and again.
0: Now you, you know, you know what I've noticed here. I thought we were, you know, getting up to your Marine Corps time, but. Every job has a side story to it, which is good. It's good because uh, I mean, when, when we get to my other ones, I'll probably be the same. But you know, just want you to once you to get up to how many more jobs have we got to till you went to the ring. This right? is it.
1: This is it. Yeah, okay. right. Mister Impatient. No, Fuck, I, I can't mean, wait till I, you start telling your stories. Well, I'm just gonna jump the,
0: in. Don't take it the wrong way. I mean, so, I, but yeah. sometimes I gotta keep you on track.
1: I am on track. Okay,
0: I can, I, I stand corrected. Go ahead.
1: Thank you, Mr. Producer. Thank you for giving me permission to speak on the podcast that we're fifty-fifty at. Yeah, I appreciate you.
0: Okay, your S- the- sarcasm noted. Continue.
1: So, this is where I noticed how perverted my general manager was, and he would come in and he'd be like, he'd be like, "Have your girlfriend walk by me." I'm like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> would you want her to do what?" And then she would leave, and he'd be like, "Oh man, your girlfriend has perky tits." And here's his old. 40-year-old man looking at my little 16-year-old girlfriend in some sort of way. I'm just like, what is wrong with you? And he was perverted to everyone. And, and, and now, now
0: that you're in your 40s, you understand.
1: I do kind of understand. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, god. But, uh, you know, I, uh, then I moved out, and I tried to maintain a job and have an apartment and, and try to go to community college, and it was just too much. So I joined the Marine Corps. We're just kidding about that, people. But anyway,
0: you know, the, kidding about what? The 40, 16 year old stuff. I'm kidding uh,
1: about that? Well, that's that's real. He was a little pervert. Well, like yeah, that.
0: he was. But I'm joking about us. Go ahead.
1: But that's it. I mean, here, here's here's your chance to shine. Now you joined the Marine Corps. Yeah. Were you cooked the first time too? Hold up here. Hold on. I, my turn. My time to shine now. All of a sudden, <sighs> the limelight's on you. No, don't no, don't
0: no, melt. No, hold on. Because you, so you left left Golden Corral and then you joined the Marine Corps,
1: right? Yeah.
0: Okay. How old were you at that time?
1: Uh, Nineteen. <clears throat> okay. All right, so yes,
0: I joined the Marine Corps. I, I Like we talked about on another podcast, I was a cook from the get-go. Uh, young, dumb, didn't know anything about the Marine Corps. My recruiter was a cook. I thought, yeah, that sounds cool. I'd already worked at Bob Evans and all that. Thought, okay, whatever. So that's how I became a cook. Now, and, 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 and no big deal to me. It, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Got, got out of a lot of nonsense due, due to that job. So, But, um, you know, there was also a lot of nonsense went along with that job. But anyway, so yes, that's what I did for the first four years I was in the Marine Corps. And then, uh, but see, you didn't have split time like I did, right? No,
1: you so, got broken time, right? Yes, there yep. you go, broken time. So I got out in uh,
0: July 9th 1995. Uh, I thought I had big plans, big dreams.
1: As, as most people uh, after they do yeah. the four years. like but, here.
0: But didn't really have any groundwork laid out. So you're 22. <laughs> yeah, 22. Once again, young and dumb. Uh, Full to come. So, so get out and um, went on unemployment for six months. We talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for six months, I didn't do anything but... Go to the bar every day, and I hung out there every day. I did do some roofing work on the side. That wasn't a real job. They paid me cash under the table. Uh, did that for a while. Uh, that's I got sick as hell from the heat one time. And I realized that's not really a job I want to do all the time. But I did it for that summer. Got paid cash every week. It was great. It was really just beer money. And then my, then my unemployment paid my rent. So. Is it is it roof or roof? Roof. I, I call it a roof. So. Roof or roof? I just called it a
1: roof. Yeah. Okay. dogs go roof roof and we live under a roof
0: okay let's continue um so i did that for six months and then then, uh and then after after the unemployment ran out i you know i didn't want to continue that so i went and got another job now guess where i got a job at bob evans bob fucking evans and then someday it occurred to me one day i was like gee i'm just going in circles here (laughs) all i did was go in circles." And the whole time I was out, though, I, I did miss the Marine Corps, and I was thinking, well, why did I get out? Because no, no, nothing that I thought was going to happen happened. So so I went back to Bob Evans, but this time I was a cook. What were you expecting to happen? Well, I, I thought I was going to go be a cop and all that, but but none of that ever panned out. How
1: come? Did you try? Well,
0: uh, yeah, I did try. I took the test and all that actually passed. I made it all the way up to their uh, interviews and all that. But but for but for reasons I don't really want to get deep into here, that, that didn't pan out. So we, we, we won't go that far on that. Oh, you're not, you're, you're not going to share? No, I'm not going to share on that one. No. Uh, but anyway, so I was back at Bob Evans as a cook. And, you know, p- pretty good times. Anyway, uh, it was fun. But you're still not getting rich. I mean, you, I I don't even remember what I was getting paid then. I, I think maybe I want to say seven and a quarter. I think. Yeah. Seven Seven twenty. It is kind of fun to work
1: in a restaurant. You get a lot of different personalities. And well,
0: w- when you're young, yeah. when you're younger, yeah, it's not bad. But uh, and, and and obviously, when we get later on in my career, or my lifespan. Uh, You'll see the differences on that, but uh, anyway, so did that for a year, and then I'm, and, and I'm not going to continue the whole chronology here. I'll take a break so you can catch up. But well, you you spent all your old time in the Marine Corps, so you know after that you stayed in the Marine Corps. Well, there's a lot
1: of jobs so, in the Marine Corps. We also well, did. Well, true, yes,
0: yes, you're yeah. right. Like uh, you know, it, it, the first four years, I, you know, I didn't do anything but the basic cook thing. Then got out. But anyway, like I said, ended up back at Bob Evans. Uh, did that for a year. Uh, got fired from there, and so you got fired for what? Well, I got fired because. <laughs> I, I attacked a guy in the break room. Oh, yeah, he, he, no way, yeah, George. He, well, they're, 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 I'm, I'm not going to waste the whole time going into the whole story, but it basically got to I told the managers uh, something one day. I said, uh, "I said uh, you need to correct this or, or, or I'm going to have to. And they were like, oh, we don't want you to do anything. I said, okay, well, I'm telling you. So then I told him again. I said, this is the second time I'm, t- I'm telling you about this, and uh, there won't be a third time. So when it happened one more time, I took matters into my own hands. I went, I went and attacked a guy in the break room. It, it was kind of funny because he was eating spaghetti at the time. And when I grabbed him out of, out of his seat and threw him up against the wall, spaghetti's flying out of his mouth. <laughs> it was kind of funny. But uh, needless to say, I got fired for that. And then uh, after that, I don't know how many months I was out of work or whatever, but I ended up, if I remember my chronology right here, I ended up at the newspaper company. I would go in about 1130 at night, and I would take one of their white vans, and I would drive around and put papers in all the little, which I don't guess you see them much anymore. Well, I guess you still see them. I was um, a paper boy. Yeah. Well, I wasn't I wasn't your normal paper boy going and throwing them in houses and all that. I did that when uh, when I was a kid when, when Mom had a paper route. We used to do that, but this time I, I did that wasn't my deal. I drove their company van and I went to all the stores and I put papers in the boxes and inside the convenience stores and all that. Uh, so, okay and i did that for like i want to say six months which was a fun job i liked it because that's when i realized i didn't want to be indoors all the time i got to drive around and you know pretty much on my own schedule as long as i was done by a certain time in the morning they didn't care how i did it or or how long it took me yeah as long as i was back around by around six in the morning they were they were okay with that so yeah Uh, but anyway um so i did that and then i decided to go get my cdl which actually i did i was doing the class while i was doing the paper thing so i'd go to cdl class during the day and then go do the papers at night uh, got my CDL, left the newspaper company, started driving over the road for a USA Truck. Drove for USA Truck for about a month. Realized I didn't really like California. I didn't want to go out there anymore, so I changed over to Proline Carriers out of Nashville, Tennessee, because they only drove east of the Mississippi.
1: Now, did you drive vans, tankers, flatbed? No, no,
0: no, I, no I, I drove vans, just drive vans. Yeah. So, uh, so I did east of the Mississippi, up to Maine, down to Georgia uh over to texas and up to uh, wisconsin and that's when i went to iowa that one time i popped over in iowa once yeah so uh but most of the time it was uh, just east of the mississippi and i was home every weekend and it was great because i'd leave sunday afternoon i'd be back friday night so it was great uh even though the rule was you go out 12 days come home for two days but where i lived in west virginia where three major interstates i was able to get home every week yeah well anyway what, did, so what was your handle
1: it was torpedo head. Torpedo that, that head. How'd you come up with torpedo well, head? Well,
0: my buddy actually came up with that, uh, Bruce, because uh, we all used to have CBs in our cars and all that, and he had one in his house and all that. And that's how we communicated on the back ridges when I would drive around uh, when I was on unemployment, and yeah. we would just drink beer all day and all that. That's how we all communicated, and. Um, so he came, He said my head was shaped like a torpedo, and I should have joined the navy. So, 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 so it must came, have been your thinner days. So yeah, it was very, my, my thinner days. Yes, and, and uh, so he came up with that, and I thought that's funny. I like it, so I kept it and turned it into my CB handle, torpedo head. So, uh,
1: yeah, it, truck driving's uh, changed so much. I used to go over the road with my mom's her, her now husband, and I had a lot of fun with it. We, we, we travel a lot. We we leave Missouri, and we did a lot of trips out here east. Uh, we hardly ever went west, but, you know, we, we did trips down into, uh, like, Kentucky, Tennessee, um, out to Virginia, West Virginia. Uh, we never came as far south as, uh, say, North Carolina or anything like that. Uh, we did a couple runs to Ohio, and uh, it was informative. I mean, I, I, I didn't exactly care for the motherfucker at the time. But, you know, going out on the road, we, we had some pretty good conversations. But he actually taught me how how this is this is a lost art. People don't know how to do this. It's Rita, Rita oh, oh, yeah, yeah, no yeah. Read an Atlas. Oh, yeah. No one knows how to read an Atlas anymore. You know,
0: I got a buddy that drives truck now. And, and, and you know, and, and people always, like, talk trash. And he was talking trash, you know, uh, this, that, and the other, your day, this, that. And I was like, in my day, we knew how to read a map, and we didn't need a GPS. Mm-hmm. So he was like, okay, touche. But now the trucks are even all automatic because nobody mm-hmm. knows how to shift gears. Yeah.
1: So. Which is weird to me, too. I don't understand how that would really work. Um but yeah, I I it's amazing. I mean, I I know you showed off your skill that one day when you kept my boat when I had a boat at the time and you you came down my house and you backed it in perfectly into my garage and you oh, showed yeah. off your truck skills yeah, yeah. backing up. I could never do that. I suck at backing up now and uh it, it, you know, I don't have a trailer. Even when I had a boat, I sucked at backing up my boat and um but yeah, that that it's a skill, you know, and and uh, that's back when they had the logbooks too, yes, right?
0: Yes, yes, you had logbooks. Uh, the rules were a little different. You could you could drive a couple more hours than than they do today. I can't remember the new laws today. I, I think it's, I want to say in a, a twenty four hour period, I could drive back then. I could drive up to sixteen hours in a twenty four hour period. Today, I think they can only drive up to I want to say ten or twelve. I'm not I can't don't quote me on that, don't really know. Yeah, I don't but, know, but I don't know neither. But they don't do the log books anymore. It's all electronic, so you can't yeah. fudge them like we used to back in the, the truck day. will shut off. Yeah, the truck will shut off. Yep. Uh, uh like I said, I used to rip log- pages out of the logbook and redo it if I wanted to get home and didn't have enough hours. Yeah. you, you could do it easily then. Yep. Some have, books, yeah. Some guys would have some guys would have different logbooks, um, which I never understood this mentality to have two different logbooks. As a matter of fact, I, I there's a story out now how true it was, but a, cop, a guy got pulled, it's probably not true, but a guy got pulled over once by the cops and he's like, Let me see your logbook. And the guy being been a smart ass says, Which one do you want to see? <laughs> and uh, the cops like, Well, let me see them all. <laughs> uh, I can't believe. Cocky motherfucker. I can't believe anybody would be that stupid because uh, that's obviously illegal. Yeah. But um, but that was a story always going around. It was funny. But uh, no, no, I just had one and I would rip the pages out depending on you know how many hours I needed to get home. I, mm-hmm. Sometimes I'd rework a whole week. Just to change yeah. the hours around, you know. Yeah, I but it re- was easier then.
1: I remember. I remember my mom's husband <clears throat> fudging the book and mm-hmm. looking at it. And he had a, he, You know, he had his ruler out. He, he was neat at it. Oh yeah, you me know? too. always it, had the ruler you know, make it all. Pretty, he was meticulous nice it, about yeah. it, and uh, he always said, "This is important. So if I ever get pulled over, they're yeah. going to look at want to look at my logbook mm-hmm. right away." But uh, I also remember going into these places where he had to unload his own truck too, which yeah, you know, usually, now you're driving a truck, now you got to drive a forklift. Well, and, it was
0: usually the food places, and, and and a lot of them wouldn't let you use the forklift because you had to be certified to drive the forklift. Uh, so you would have to do it with a pallet jack and do it all by by hand. Yeah. Uh, and the food places were the worst ones, like multi meal cereal. You know what that is, right? Yeah, the, the big bags, yeah. the cheap stuff. I used to deliver that, and. Um, you had to do it by hand or, or you could hire what they called lumpers and these are guys who just sat around in a room all day waiting on truck drivers to hire them and pay them 50 bucks to unload a trailer
1: wow.
0: and now some companies would reimburse you some wouldn't Me, I never, I wasn't going to pay somebody 50 bucks if I could just do it myself. But you also had to, you know, how long is it going to take you, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes I wish I'd paid them because I'd be drenched in sweat with nowhere near a truck stop to take a shower and and, and then just wasted all my time unloading the damn thing. So sometimes I probably should have paid one or two of them to do it and got reimbursed some of that anyway. But uh, you live and learn. But uh, shippers and receivers, they were the worst people to deal with. Uh, Stopped in one up in Massachusetts once delivering, I think, a bunch of cereal and uh they they finally told me to pull into a dock i did uh i stood there waiting on someone to come uh, unload it they no one no not to unload it, i had to do it by hand but they were supposed to tell me which lanes to use no one ever came so i thought well shit all these are empty so i start putting unloading the truck and filling all these lanes up finally i don't know how long later a guy comes by and i was like hey is anybody gonna come take this stuff and he's like he's like you used all these lanes and no one told you to so no I was like, what the hell you want me to do with it?
1: Yeah.
0: So he was being an asshole. Now I learned from an older truck driver because I was telling him a story once and he told me, he say, he said, Next time that happens, put the shit back on the truck and tell him you're leaving. And you'd be surprised how quickly they come. Yeah. So I told this guy, I said, Okay, buddy. So I start putting the shit back on the truck and he's like, What are you doing? I said, I'm taking the shit back with me. He's like, You can't do that. I said, Yeah I can, it's my shit. Yeah. So I start putting it back on the truck. Next thing you know, a forklift comes flying around there to start taking this stuff. And I was like, yeah. You assholes, man. They just they wasted my whole morning just yeah. to be pricks. Yeah. So so, then they wouldn't sign my paperwork and stuff just to be assholes. So I had to sit around and wait forever. Just I, fucking jerks. Yeah. So after a while, I got tired driving truck because of assholes like that. So then I, I, I went back. I, I quit doing that for a while. And then I um, worked for a tow company, D&D Towing. I actually worked for my brother. Now, you know... Um, You know the old saying Don't go in business With your family (laughs) Yeah Yeah don't work for him either (laughs) Me and him did not get along When I was working for him So So that didn't last Very long at all But the only reason Why they hired me anyway Is because I had a CDL They had bought this huge truck To do tractor trailer wrecks And none of them Had a CDL And they had to have Someone with a CDL So they hired me But then I never got To drive the truck They all drove the truck Without CDLs But they had to have me On staff to make it look good So then I said Man y'all ain't gonna Use me like that So I quit that shit then I got a local job de- uh, delivering around the whole state of West Virginia, driving a 26 uh, foot box truck. I think it was 26 foot, yeah, 26 foot box truck, and uh, I delivered to all the uh, all the regional jails, all the board of educations, uh, various other places, delivering paper towels, ship paper, uh, cleaning supplies, things like that. So I did that for like two years, and then um, then I went back to driving over the road because I quit that job. I walked out one day after two years and we just did a walkout i huh? just walked out Mic drop. Uh, well i mean I, see here's my problem i get bored after a while oh i know i, I really do and i'd like that job it was cool i could take the truck home uh, it was cool they let me use it when i moved and all that i mean it, it was good company you know? but once again you're not getting rich and yeah. you look at all this work you do and you're think, man i just feel like i'm being overworked and i'm not being compensated for it i mean at this job i was making like six hundred dollars we well, get
1: compensated because you get labor day <laughs>
0: okay but you get a whole day off at this job. I was making when I drove tractor trailer, I was making between six eight hundred dollars every week. Yeah, I believe that's correct.
1: Early 2000s.
0: No, this is a uh, late 90s. OK, late well, that 90s. ain't bad money. No, it's not bad money. Not bad money. Uh, and I just had I just had my first child at the time, too. So uh, but then when I went to drive uh, locally around the whole state of West Virginia, I was making like six hundred dollars every two weeks. So it was a difference, and then and and, and you know and, and then they and then when I come back I'd work in the warehouse, help out with the warehouse. I got tired of driving after a while, so then they said, well, well, we don't want you to leave, so we'll let you, we'll put you in the warehouse. You can work in the warehouse. I said, okay, I'll do that for a while. Well, then after a while, I just got bored, and the guy I worked with, you know, we, we, it was like one day we just had so so much shit coming in, it was nonstop. And, and like I said, I get bored after a while. And finally, I was like, you know, why am I doing this? I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not yeah. really getting anywhere. And then I was always reverting. Spinning your tires. I was always reverting back to the Marine Corps. I was like, you know, I was dumb to See leave. See
1: what I did there because you drive a truck? I saw that. That was it good. turns, yeah. But
0: I was yeah. like, I was dumb to leave the Marine Corps. <clears throat> so me and him one day, we just said, you know, screw this. So we were the only ones there in the building. We locked the door. We went up to the bar, had some beers. Talked about it for a while and thought, yeah, screw this shit. Yeah. We went back, put the keys in the night deposit box (laughs) and went home. Yeah. And then the next day I called Proline Carriers, told them I was going to come back to work. They said, yeah, come on back. So I went to drive for Proline Carriers again. And then I'll pause and let you tell any story. And then I'll pick up where I came back into the Marine Corps. Oh, I,
1: I love how you pass the torch there, well, Mr. I, Producer, I don't wanna, man. I don't to overtake everything. You know. Well, every day, you know so. um, but,
0: I mean, I've had a lot more jobs, you know, than you, Yeah, so. but, yeah.
1: I mean, you're a little bit older than me, too. And that's expected, so. Well, yeah. also because I get bored and keep moving from job to job. When, uh, <laughs> there, there, it, there was something fun. When I went with my mom's husband over the road, it, there was something fun about getting into a, a fucking convoy of trucks. And well, those are actually illegal. After so many trucks, but well, we would. I don't know. We were eight semi eighteen, you know, eight, 18 wheelers. Yeah. You know, I just I
0: think it's pushing it, but yeah. yeah. And
1: uh, but it, it's, it's the chatter on the CB. You know, hey, there's a four wheeler coming up. Check out the legs yeah. on this one. Yeah. You know, yeah. and yeah. It, yeah. just yeah. the chatter. Is and and it's just like this whole there, culture and conversation there, going anybody on. Anybody in the yeah. chicken coops? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah um but i remember a couple times you know you would hear a statey come on and say hey we hear y'all or whatever and this that and other so i always thought it was kind of funny when uh when a state trooper would uh chime in on it
0: because the state troopers they they all had cbs in their car so they could listen to the truckers and you know and pretty much know what the truckers were telling each other about speed traps things like that yeah Yeah.
1: but um there was also you know you you, i don't know how it was but um when you were driving into the cities, but uh, every now and again, you could just radio out and say, here, I, I need help going into a place. And there's someone sitting on their porch or sitting in their room. That
0: is a good point. And
1: uh, they would come on, but like, okay, you know, torpedo head, I hear you. Wh- you? Wh- what, Where are you heading? What bound are you, no,
0: you? You are. That is correct, yep. correct. Because the first time I ever went to Chicago... I you know I had my map and all that. I had my map of Chicago and all that, but Chicago's got a lot of them low bridges and all that. Yeah. So you got to really know where to go, or yeah. you're going to get screwed, just like New Jersey and and New York. Uh, they had a lady, like you just said. Yeah. Apparently, her husband was a former truck driver, and he died. And all she did, apparently, was sit in her apartment on the CB and help drivers around the town. Yeah. And I heard people talking about her, and I thought, man, this is probably a scam. She's probably going to lead me down an alley and get get my ass beat. Yeah. But I was I was at the point where I was like, well, I got no choice. I'm giving a shot. So I hollered out to her. She put me right at the doorstep of where I needed to be. Yeah. And right there in the city of Chicago. She was like, go down here, go to two blocks, turn left.
1: Yep. Don't go right, you'll get screwed. Go left, go up
0: yep. there. She put me right there.
1: Yeah. And there's, there's bridges out there where even though it says 14.6, they're all 6, marked wrong. They're, they're marked wrong for some here reason. Here, you need to go into mm-hmm. the right lane when you go underneath it because it's actually shorter here. Well,
0: you, with a tractor yeah. trailer, you got to at least go, thir- It's got it's 13.6 high. Yeah. But now when you go to Jersey, it's marked 12.6. See, and, and, and for some one I came up on one called Mark 12.6 once, and I stopped dead in town of Jersey. Mm-hmm. And of course, everybody there, they're all rude anyway. They all start honking their horns. And a guy finally came up to my truck, and he was like, dude, you can get under it. I was like, it's, it says 12.6. I'm 13. 13.6. He's like, it's marked wrong. Trust me, you can go under it. I took his word for it. And sure enough, I went under it. Yeah. But they're all marked wrong for some reason in Jersey.
1: Yeah. Did you have a tire thumper?
0: Yeah, it's in, in, my, case, truck. It's, it's in my pickup truck right now. In case yeah.
1: something got bad, you had a tire thumper?
0: Yeah, yeah and now I use it as a. As a tire
1: thumper.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I actually used it last week, and, and, and Amanda was like, is, is that what that's really for? I said, technically, that's what it's really for. <laughs>
1: that's funny. But I also want to go back to the story you had at, at, uh, at Bob Evans about this, this dude you beat up. Was I did eat- not
0: beat him up. Just put him up against the wall. He was eating
1: plate. spaghetti. Yeah. Now... I've known you for a long time, and you're the only person that I know that eats spaghetti in a special way. Oh yeah, I love spaghetti. You put mayonnaise on it.
0: Well, let's 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 tell the whole story now. When it when it's and first potato chips. When it's first made, I, I, I eat it the normal way. But i will tell you what, there's nothing better than leftover spaghetti. Once the sauce just really gets into the noodles and all that.
1: Perforates it. Yeah, that's wh- good. Yeah. What I like
0: to do is take a layer of Lay's potato chips. Lay's are the best because they're salty.
1: And you make a layer
0: on the plate, and then you put the spaghetti on top of it. And then and then you just toss it in the microwave, warm it up a little bit yeah. with, with some cheese on it. Yeah. And then you bring it out, and then you take a big spoonful of mayonnaise, toss it on top, and mix it all up. Oh, man, that is some good shit right it's there. It's fucking gross. That that that's what it is. It's shit. fucking gross. That is the You think those fucking there.
1: maple bacon fucking <laughs> donuts are bad? Whatever you just <laughs> described is fucking gross. When I saw you do that, I was like... <laughs> How hungry was this motherfucker when he invented this I'll dish? It's, 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 it's disgusting. <laughs> That's one of my
0: favorite leftover dishes. Yeah, it's fucking it. gross.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Mayonnaise on spaghetti with Lay's. It Get really f- just like brings the flavor. Oh, out. hell no. That it's shit good. is gross. Now,
0: mayonnaise is good on everything, but I still wouldn't put it on a donut. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing that don't go on a donut.
1: Sriracha, <laughs> soy, and mayonnaise. Yeah, I still wouldn't go that far.
0: But, oh. yes, that, that's funny you bring that up. Cause everybody everybody has the same mindset as you. They all think that's disgusting.
1: It's fucking I gross. I think it's great. Mm. But I was a paper boy, like a legit paper boy. Like, they would drop off the bundle of papers. Right. And I would have and to roll yeah, I, we, them over. And then I'd put them in the a yeah. bag. We did those kids, yeah. And I got really good at just winging them, you know. And it, this was, I don't know. I, I want to say I was, I was relatively young 12 13 i think you could make it oh, yeah, i think it was it. like 50 cents a paper or something mm-hmm, you yep. delivered And if you got more people on your subscription route and build your route you make more money and uh but yeah i got good whipping it but uh, it reminds me of that 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 uh, that john cusack movie uh one crazy summer yeah where the paper boys like yeah give me my two dollars yeah <laughs> i want my two dollars
0: <laughs> my two dollars yeah that's now we used to do that when we were kids uh, my mom's whole family was, uh, was involved in uh, newspaper routes they from her parents on down they, all of them had newspaper routes and uh she had an old dodge omni and you know you had the hatchback set up well me and my brothers we would stand on the bumper and hold on to the hydraulics like we were trash men as she drove through the neighborhoods and we would just be tossing papers on porches
1: uh, so yeah. we so we
0: had it down either side i mean we yeah. were, we were good either side yeah. and in some streets we would just get out with a bag like you said and walk down and toss them on the porches yeah. it was so fun to toss them on the porches and all that yeah
1: i would ride my bike and i, I got good i started off on the sidewalk <laughs> chucking the papers <laughs> And then uh, I moved out to the street where I could just you know toss them both ways. and You could get that skip like where it hits the porch and then the yeah, p- it bounced right up to the door. And, huh? and, it, and then that's how you yeah, knew the paper was there. It was like perfect. you weren't dernish- That's what people would say. Yeah, I heard it hit the door. Yeah, you weren't destroying anything. You yeah. get that skip and bam, yep. it's a boom. Perfect. Yeah. Yes, perfect. You get that good. The little- worst,
0: the worst ones were the Sunday paper because they were always so thick back in the day yeah. with all the ads.
1: Yeah, they had the that. fillers and everything. Yeah. The, Those the, were the worst ones. Yeah, yeah. You you, you had to get the the bigger um, the thick rubber bands for those well i think
0: we used to always put those in plastic bags uh because i think well maybe not all the time but it seems like we probably did that because they were so thick i think we would usually just drop those in plastic bags and then toss them and they were they were took took a look you know you couldn't toss them as easy as the saturday paper that was real thin yeah but but you got pretty good at it
1: yeah but yeah i enjoyed my bike route and then uh i got jumped and i got beat up and they took my papers and then after this i was just like you know what I'm not delivering papers anymore, so <laughs> <laughs> I quit doing that job. And uh, but there's no more paper boys. That's a job that that um,
0: I, I haven't seen a newspaper person in years.
1: Well, newspapers are going uh, well, I knew, extinct. I, I know
0: somebody's still out delivering them. I just yeah, don't see them.
1: But yeah, I it, it's it, it, it's an extinct job yeah. now. Being a paperboy. pretty much.
0: It's all online. Yeah. So
1: yeah, but it, I mean you what this brings us to our marine corps days right mm-hmm. well I, I'm, I'm about getting back into marine corps but
0: yeah go ahead and uh, tell me well well you, you went to marine corps as admin i, I
1: administration. went administration yeah um i was a unit diary clerk uh the mos was a uh, 0131 they don't have a 131s anymore they just everyone is 0111 now <laughs> in the marine corps that's how how much it changed but uh it, it's you sign up in the Marine Corps for a job, but you end up doing so many other jobs. Well,
0: yeah, that's the difference between the Marine Corps and other branches. Cause yeah, because they, they delegate you to do all kinds of other stuff. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I remember like, you know, I was a, a range coach. Yeah. You know, I, I taught people how to shoot. I did that um, there for a little while when I was on I and I. I was the, I was like the A slash the the assistant to. Um, to the marketing campaign for toys for tots, you know, you just it was just mm-hmm. you wear a lot of different hats, and yeah. and then you get out of your MOS and like me and you both share. We're both recruiters, yep. and then you go do that job. Mm-hmm. I had three
0: know. I had three MOSs at one time.
1: Yeah, the the cook, food service, the the recruiter, and what was the other one? That was an actual MOS. What was
0: another one? That, was that the range thing?
1: Yeah, you get an MOS for that. The, the range coach,
0: yeah. and and then on top of that, I was also the. Um, uh, the sexual assault guy, the UVA the UVA you know,
1: rep? UVA. They made me a UVA. Well, Imagine oh, that. Oh, really? <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, we'll get into that. I, I, thought it when, I think we talked
0: about that before where they tagged me in Japan, and then when I came back, I thought I was free of it. Until a Monday morning, the captain called me and said, Hey, you're the new UVA.
1: Like, no, but that's you. a good skill to have, this UVA thing. Well, because it, if, it, if you really parlayed it when you retire, you can make money. You could make a lot of money. And another one that you can make a lot of money and be contractors becoming a SACO yeah. because they civilianized right, right. all the SACO.
0: But a UVA was something I didn't really like. This subject anyway, I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to be involved in it. So it was, it's not something I would have pursued. But yeah, the psycho thing—that's that's something you can make some
1: good money. At. Yeah, SACO mm-hmm. is substance abuse counseling yeah. officer. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, you get a lot of different jobs in the Marine Corps and skills like that. So, um, but I mean, I also enjoyed getting stationed different places and different views mm-hmm. of different things. So, now we're out of Marine Corps, or you want to keep with the Marine Corps? Well,
0: let me get back into Marine Corps real quick. So okay. I went back to driving tractor-trailer, and uh, it's funny how, I, like, remember I told you I used to get home every weekend? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, one, one weekend out of the blue, I didn't get home, and I'm sitting, I'm sitting there on Saturday Uh, pouring down the rain uh, in ohio at a truck stop and i'm asking my dispatcher you know uh, why didn't i get home he goes well you know the rule is i said dude i know the damn rule but for so long you got me home on the weekend all of a sudden you're saying it's not possible so what what the hell happened because i used to i used to always end up pulling a load of light bulbs out of rhode Island, and that was the easiest load in the world it was like ten thousand pounds i could fly down the highway and i'd get home yeah um so but then anyway so you kind of irritated me with that like like i said earlier i, I get bored easily I, I i get tired of something after a while so i move on so i'm sitting there in ohio it's pouring down the rain and the whole time i'm sitting there thinking Man, i should have stayed in the marine corps what the hell was i thinking you know i had it made so um as i'm sitting there i i look over and there's a truck beside me a tractor trailer beside me and right on the door he had this huge emblem marine corps sticker I thought, hey, that's pretty cool. That's a, I, you know, I, I, I should get one of those. That's pretty cool. And that's when I thought I should have stayed in the Marine Corps. What an idiot. Yeah. So, then, anyway, then I'm heading down. I'm heading to Arkansas to drop something off and pick up some rice. And uh, I start heading down the highway. It's a dreary Saturday, pouring down the rain. The whole way down the highway, what keeps coming on the radio, one 800 Marines.
1: Call one 800
0: Marines. Be a Marine.
1: There's a Marine. your sign.
0: Well, that was in Ohio. I crossed over into Kentucky, heading down 65. Call 1-800-MARINES. Call 1-800-MARINES. I get down to Interstate 40, rolling through Nashville. Call 1-800-MARINES. So I said, I said, this is a damn sign. Yeah. I stopped at a rest area. I got on the phone. I called 1-800-MARINES. I said, hey. I said, hey, I was in the Marine Corps before. I got out like what, four or five years ago. Can I come back in the Marine Corps? And he was like, sure. Go see your recruiter on Monday. I was like that easy. He goes, yeah, go see him. I said, oh, good to go.
1: So us both being recruiters, you were what a PPP, I'll, PPE, a quick, a quick card. Well, yeah, You're yeah, oh, card. Yeah, like I said, I was, I was
0: the second. This is the second time I was, I was the easiest one that, that they ever freaking put in. So anyway, I said, good to go. So I headed on to Arkansas, dropped my stuff off, got got my load, told my dispatcher I'm dropping your truck off. I called my my ex wife at the time now or ex wife now, I called her, uh, uh, meet me in Nashville, dropping the truck off came back to Nashville dropped the truck off dispatchers like what, what's going on I said I'm quitting bye and uh, so I, mic I drop again I left the truck in the yard I said your truck's sitting right outside and I got in the car I drove home Monday morning I, I went to see the recruiter and uh, sure enough it was easy to get back in the Marine Corps very easy actually the only thing was I wanted to go in as a military policeman this time but <laughs> now that I was a recruiter I know the deal See, before they were telling me, oh, no, you have to go back in what you were. You, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Now I see that because it was an easy contract yeah. for them, and, and, yeah. and, and they always needed food service, whereas yeah. military police, they didn't need so many of them. So that's how they got me on that one because I still didn't know how it all worked until I became a recruiter. But at the same time, I really didn't care either. I remember they came back with me that day. Oh, you, you've been approved, but you have to go back in as a Lance Corporal. I, got, I had gotten out as a Corporal. They were like, you have to go back in as a Lance Corporal, and you have to go back as a food service. And I thought about it. I thought, are you kidding me? I said, well... So I said, well, let me think about it. And then after like an hour or whatever, I was, I was like, there's nothing to really think about. I, I mean, I'm going to go back in. Yeah. So then I went back in. So so then, so then now I'm back in. It's December of 2000. I'm going to tank battalion. I get there in, in February of 2001. And that's where we pick back up in my Marine Corps career. So,
1: I I, I would... I had much respect for cooks in the Marine Corps, especially back when there was there was a, a whole army of y'all. There was a whole battalion. It seemed like because y'all actually cooked in the chow hall. Well, see
0: now now the thing was it used to be great because each each uh, each battalion actually had their own set of cooks. Yeah. About twelve to fourteen, and then somebody came up with this idea in two thousand one, which I thought was a dumb idea, to pretty much get rid of all the cooks in division, lower them down to maybe four or five, maybe eight, I think. I think it was eight. Get rid of all the gunnies in division, put staff sergeants in charge, and start food service company over at MLG. And that I thought that was the worst idea ever. I still think it was a stupid idea, but yeah, that's that's what happened at that point. Because it used to be every battalion had certain amount of cooks in the, each mess hall.
1: But they, How'd y'all come up with the recipes? How does that work? I always wondered about that. Well,
0: we didn't make them up. I mean, the armed forces, it was an armed forces recipe card. You know, the people up in Washington came up with that shit, so... So they, you know, they they were all lame recipes. I mean, you know, they were bland as hell. They were supposed to be bland. So you could season it salt and pepper, you know, uh, but we never really followed them. We did what we wanted. And, um, railroad. Yeah, we rail. well, yeah, we railroaded a lot, uh, then sometimes you'd run into that one master sergeant. If I catch you railroading, I'm going to NJP you because you are validating a Marine Corps order. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> we never paid no attention to that. Yeah. But anyway, so that's how I came back. And I ended up at Tank Battalion, which I love Tank Battalion. It was probably one of the best times I ever had in the Marine Corps uh, for the three years I was there. It was great. Then I went to recruiting. So. Well, the Marine Corps, Corps changed so much. They up.
1: got rid of tanks now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so. yeah. Getting rid of all the tanks. You know, yeah.
0: So, so, so yeah.
1: But uh, so
0: then anyway, I went to recruiting and then uh, met you a year later, two thousand five.
1: So yeah, so that's and then, where we are. And then we were rock stars in recruiting mm-hmm. and uh, had a kick-ass time doing all that. Um, did you ever go I and I inspector instructor? No no? no, no, that was one of the best times I had in the Marine Corps, and it's one of my favorite times in the Marine Corps because uh, I was a I was a broke corporal and I just got <laughs> married, so I actually got a part-time job. Waiting tables at a, a Pizza Hut, mm. and uh the Pizza Hut's out of business now. Because you know Pizza Hut's mostly delivery. Mm-hmm. Who who goes eat inside a Pizza Hut anymore? You know.
0: No, it's not like yeah. when we were kids and it was fun. Yeah, and, you know, go in and your mom would get a big pitcher of soda. and, and They had to book and it. People had you beer. Know? I mean, yeah, you know, and it was good. Good environment. Good times.
1: Yeah, but it, it, Pizza hut, that isn't Pizza Hut anymore. No, you know, it's not. You know, your mom is so old she knew Pizza Hut when it was a tent. Okay, continue. uh I know. It was just kind of a little joke there. But um, <laughs> moving on. That went over like a fart in church. So <laughs> – but uh, I got see- a part-time job there. And, uh, I mean, I was I was making enough to make the ends meet because at the time my ex-wife was pregnant. No one's going to hire a pregnant woman. They say they don't discriminate, but no one's going to hire a pregnant woman. Right. And uh, – but I was Employee of the Month there. You know, I got my name put up on the plaque. And and uh, I was Employee of the Month of, of June. You know, I think it was uh, 2003, maybe. Uh, yeah, so I got a little bonus. got a $50 bonus for being Employee of the Month. and uh, But it was great because... You, you can make your own pizzas. And a lot of times, you know, uh, the mantra let us walk out the door with a pizza. So that's probably why the pizza went out of business. You know, you got all the employees yanking a pizza up out of the place. But,
0: you know, I did forget one job I had when I was in between the Marine Corps. I, I worked at a little sports bar, but that was only for a few months. Uh, that was after, after Bob Evans, I believe. And, um, and that didn't last long because I was there to be the, the main cook. And, um, but the, they were all preppies. The guy that ran the play, he was a preppy. Uh, his boss was a preppy, and his girlfriend was annoying as shit. And she every day, she'd leave me notes, you know, this, that, and the other, and I would wad them up, throw them in the trash. And then she What, kept, what did notes say? Just uh, tell me, uh, tell me uh, how I should do this, that, and the other. Right. And, and I said, okay, well, whatever. So I throw it in the trash. <laughs> then she got mad. I didn't write that note for you, throw it in the trash. <laughs> I said, well, I don't work for you. So <laughs> she, she goes, oh, yeah, you you work for me. I said, not anymore. <laughs> that's I what know. I quit. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah. I hated that place. That was miserable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, back in the Marine Corps, uh, we're on recruiting duty. Recruiting duty. Yeah, good good times somewhat. You know, well, yeah. And
1: I I enjoyed the skills. I feel like sometimes I could, you know, s- sell clouds to the sky if the sky was buying clouds, you know? Well, and, you
0: took the ball and ran with
1: it. Yeah. And, and, and Steve-O
0: took the ball and ran with it, and even Hampson did. We we all had our skill. Mm-hmm. That's what made our our. our our substation that's what made us successful yeah because we all had our skill set you know yeah. like i was the oldest one so and i was i wasn't even that old then but i was still the oldest one yeah and uh actually no i think was steve older than me
1: uh, steve is, well he, he
0: always looks 22 so it yeah. don't matter but but anyway um it's like y'all y'all were good with the young kid y'all hung out with him y'all y'all kept in contact with him excuse me me i didn't like doing that i, I went home uh, you know uh, i didn't I signed them up, and that, you know I did my job. Kept in touch with them that, that way, but I didn't go play basketball. With, I didn't do any of that other nonsense with them. I was like, mm-hmm. I ain't doing that. But like when anybody needed a PC, a parental consent, they usually took me along. Yeah, because I could sit and talk to the parents. Yeah, it's because you smoked. I that I tell you that comes in very handy. I you walked smoked. into a, I walked into a house one day with Roar. Yeah, and. um trying to put, trying to get this kid to the Marine Corps and the mom's like, You don't mind if I smoke, do you? I was like, Well, it's your house. I said, But I, I couldn't I was hoping you'd ask. So I lit up too and we yeah. just and Aurora's over there with a look on his face going, What the hell? This is unprofessional yeah. shit. Yeah. But now I'm just sitting there kicked back, smoking a cigarette with the parents. Next thing you know, they're signing PCs left and right too. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, because they they, Making they it happen. I always got I, that was my aspect that I could always deal with the parents and that, that so that's why we all helped each other. You know, whenever yeah. somebody needed a certain and, skill. So. And
1: I showed up already selected staffs Staff not out there. So when it came down to getting our production up, we would trade. Like, we actually worked as a team out there, whereas a lot of recruiters are cutthroat. They're oh, like, yeah. no, these are mine, oh, yeah. even though they're on the same team. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, we, if it was a graduate and I didn't need it, mm-hmm. here here's an alpha to boost your numbers. Mm-hmm. and. You or, know. like,
0: if, if someone like Steve Owen Hampson always wanted to go for recruiter of the month, mm-hmm. if they needed that one to get them ahead of somebody from another station, well, here, here's your one right here. So It gives you four this month. There you go. Yep. You know, or, or, like, when I was hurting one time or a couple times and I needed uh, at least two, somebody would toss me a bone, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, so. Everybody got along and everybody worked well together.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the skills you get from that, the, the, the PSS, or as we commonly call it, the BSS, you know, professional selling skills. <laughs> yeah, that, those are skills, if, if we ever decide to actually get into the business world and look, and, and uh, a lot of people don't have those skills, well, bottom line, well, it, well, and, it, and it's good to have. To the,
0: everybody listening here, these are the skills that when you go buy a car and stuff… Yeah. Their salesman ain't very good at it, but I'm sure they've had a class. Yeah. And that's where they try to throw this PSS on you, find the need behind the need. Blah, but most of them yeah. suck at
1: it. Overcoming uh, differences yeah. and everything. Yeah, but,
0: they, but but the reason how they get by with it so easy is because a lot of people have a hard time saying no to someone to their face. Yeah. See, once you learn the word no, it's easy to say. But the way PSS... No means never-ending opportunity. Exactly. See, <laughs> see Chris is right, because with PSSS, if you're really skilled in it... When someone tells you no, you don't get flustered and just say screw it. No, you find a way to get around that, and then Mm -hmm. bring them. That's when you go find the need behind the need to tell them it's not a no. This is why you need to do this.
1: Well, there's steps to it. You know, I understand you're you're saying no right now, but can I ask you a couple quick questions? Maybe my product can help you out now or sometime down the road. Sure. You know, and you just start (laughs) probing and you start probing for a need, and then once you find a need, open and close probes. yeah, Yeah. And then oh. So what you're saying is, you know, you go to Walmart to buy a toilet paper. Why do you go to Walmart to buy a toilet papers? Because I want a clean butt. So you're saying what you're saying is that having a clean butt is important to you. Very important. So how about you, how about I send you a sample of this, these these uh, new wipes that are coming out that's high tech and everything, and maybe just from that, from you 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 doing this sample, you can sign up a, uh, a subscription, and we can ha- deliver it to your door. Is that something maybe you'd be interested in? Yeah, it's free, right? Yeah, I'd be interested well, in yeah, that. The yeah, the sample's free. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. Bam, right there. Yeah. Right there is a You already cell. got them
0: hooked. You got them in the door. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So, you know, and overcoming drawbacks and everything. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed learning those skills, but back to uh, inspector instructor staff. When I trained reservists, we had to do toys or taunts, and this was a kick-ass time. But and I'm going to put it out there: we got toys. And as being a broke corporal, me living, you, you took know, some toys home, didn't you? Oh yeah, I did too on recruiting. We, we, we opened, <laughs> you know, there was warehouses full of toys, full of toys, and. Uh, w- w- you know, there was a couple times where I was like, hey, uh, care if I take this toy home for a good present or this, that, and other. One year, we got so many toys, and we fulfilled all the things. We put extra toys in a bag and still had more toys left over. It was over. always more than enough. So so be honest with you, I, I loaded up a car one time, and uh, I took it down to uh, a friend of mine. And uh, their family's relatively poor, and I just dropped off all these toys. And I was like, here, y'all have a good Christmas. And they didn't sign up. But uh, e- either or, yeah, I felt like I was I was spreading the Christmas cheer and giving kids toys. I think the Toys for Tots program is an awesome, awesome, they, awesome they charity. Never, they
0: never came to my office and collected them, though. Yeah. They would never come get them.
1: Yeah. And then the kids got a good Christmas.
0: Oh, yeah. I would pick and choose and take some and give them to others. And mm-hmm. say, yeah.
1: yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So. No. But it, it was a lot of fun because we got to uh, do TV interviews. We were on the radio. Um, they would do toys toss events in the bars, and we didn't pay for anything, you know, while we're in there. We're in our dress blues, and people were patriotic, and it was a good time. The uniform hooked me up with a lot of cool shit. Yeah,
0: yeah, you could get a lot of. I remember my first day, my first week at Lancaster, there, Lancaster, Ohio. I went to the police department, pulled some police checks, and one of the guy was like, Are you the new recruiter? And I was like, Yes, sir. He's like, He, he was like, Because this is uh what, 2004? Uh, We've already been to the war war for over a year now and, uh, He's like, he's like, yeah, we've been letting you guys get away with shit for years. <laughs> I was Like, really? I said, I hope it continues? <laughs> I used to drive down one way streets in the government vehicle. <laughs> I used to do whatever I yep. wanted.
1: <laughs> yeah, I loved my gubby. That gub was cool. Yeah, yeah, especially when I had the van. I had that Uplander and yeah. had the, had the DVD player I hated in that it. Uplander though. Yeah. I liked it, man. There was some, there uh, there's something you know, when you were mentoring me, you were like, sometimes you just need to pull underneath a shade tree and do a crossword puzzle. <laughs> And, uh, God, I did that quite a bit, and uh, so so I had a DVD player, so I was like, I need to pull underneath the shade tree and watch a movie there right quick, know. And there take a know. quick nap. Oh yeah, so, I used to do it all the
0: time. Once I put the Sirius XM in my in my car, which then it was just XM. That was before they merged, but anyway, had the XM in my Gov uh, <laughs> I would just sit on the side of the road, do crosswords, and listen to uh, either MLB Network or um, political network. Mm.
1: Yeah, I got my vasectomy out there on uh, recruiting duty. And I never felt so used ever in my life. Um, a lot of people are afraid of vasectomies, <clears throat> and um, so I went, and got my vasectomy. I was in and out. I did the scalpel, no needle. Um, it was it was over in five minutes. And I'm sitting there in this back room. It looked like it looked like a antique medical museum where I was laid out at. So I get dressed and. That was it. And the doctor just pokes his head in right around the corner and he's just like, we're done. I'm like, fuck, this was an easy relationship. Is this how you dump all your clients, <laughs> you know? Get out. You're, so, but you have to get tested. You got to clear the pl- plumbing out, you know? Like, it, you got to make sure it works. So, one day, you know, here I am in my dress blues out recruiting. I think I just left a high school and I had an appointment to go. I hope
0: you're not going to tell a disgusting story. Oh, I
1: had to drop a sample off. Oh, god. So I walk in my dress blues. The lady hands me this, the, the, the 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 container. And she's like, "Here, I need a sample. Just bring it back. You know, whenever you're done." Did you ever come help? Do what? Did she go help you? No, 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 no. No, she didn't come help. That would've been cool, but uh, yeah, I just walked out to the Uplander because it had the dark tent. Got a sample. Walked back in. She's like, "Wow, that was quick. Where'd you go?" I was like, "My car." <laughs> wow. wow. Drop my sample off and come find out. There's. There's nothing that can get anyone pregnant in there, so okay, it all worked out. Okay. So,
0: <laughs> so anyway, I mean, we're over an hour now, but we're not on a real schedule here. So, uh, but um, so yeah, in the Marine Corps, like say we, we did a lot of different jobs, uh, but then we got to retirement, man. And um, retirement's lovely. Yeah, and then so when I, I retired, what August 30th? Yeah, August 30th, five years ago, and uh, didn't do anything until October. Anyway, make uh, make a long story short, I'll get to the point on this. I was thinking, well, I need to get back into the, into the work game here, you know. Let me go do something. So I thought, well, I have a I have a big backfield in a big backfield. What's the word? Background. I have a big background in food service and all that. So I'll look at that. So Cookout was an up-and-coming, you know, company at the time. You mm-hmm. know, just, they haven't been around too long. So they're up-and-coming. and. And I see they're hiring man on Craigslist. This, there's a reason why I stay <laughs> off Craigslist because there's nothing good on Craigslist. Uh, anyway, I found it because my wife was like, check out Craigslist. Check out Cra-. I checked it out. Cookouts, hiring managers. I thought, oh, well, let me look into this. Uh, I, I go to an interview. <laughs> it wasn't even an interview. I sit down with the guy. We bullshit for like 10, 15 minutes. And you're hired? And, and then he said, he, he said, everything sounds good. I'll, I'll, I'll call you later. So I go back home. A couple hours later, he calls. He goes, yeah, we'd like to offer you the position. I was, I thought I was proud of. Them. I said, "Damn, I did good. I went yeah. there, and just nailed this shit. I'm, yeah. I'm hot. I'm pumped." Yeah. Uh, until I actually started working, and then I realized they hire everybody off the street. That's why they're advertising on Craigslist. Because yeah. they had a, they had a t- truck driver in there as a manager who never had any food service experience at all.
1: Yeah. That was
0: a police officer. Never had any food service experience at all. Yeah. So anyway, make a long story short, I worked at Cookout for two weeks. As a manager, which Cookout pays very good if anybody wants to be a manager at Cookout, but be prepared to be on your feet for 12, 14, 15 hours, yeah. and 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 working. The secret of life is styles. a
1: comfortable pair of shoes. Yes, yes, yes. I, I yes. actually
0: had a decent pair of shoes, and uh, but my back. Every night I got home, my back was kill me. Cause uh, so anyway, but I, I I stayed at Cookout for two weeks. The first week I was at uh, a. a One in Hickory, uh, worked with a guy there, and it was cool. I learned how to do the grill and all this other stuff, blah, 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 how they did business there, how they make their chili and all that, which is just the, you know, the hamburgers that have been on the grill too long chopped up to make the chili. Yeah. Their chili doesn't really taste good to me, and I think it's because half of them is burnt.
1: Well, they do that uh, going crowd, too, like the little uh, burnt things. You keep and you throw it in the chili. So then –
0: then they moved me to another store, which was more high volume, to learn from another guy who's, who's been with him since he was like 18 or whatever. And
1: Dan. That's dedication. Yeah, he was
0: he, he was supposedly the, the best trainer in the world. Well, me and Dan had a, had a personality conflict to get-go anyway. I really didn't like the Say way- Say it ain't he, so. I didn't really like- Say it ain't so. George has a personality conflict with someone? I didn't really like the way he talked to me anyway, and uh, he was some young punk anyway, so-
1: but Respect it, your elders.
0: Well, it wasn't even that case. I mean, I don't care how old you are. Talk to people the right way. But um, so but, well, but what really put me over the edge was this is October, right? What happens in October?
1: Halloween. No, what really happens in October? The Walking Dead comes back on. Oh, fuck me.
0: The World Series. The, oh,
1: the, the World Series. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Back when I, I was ca- getting there. Back I was when getting when there. I, back
0: when I cared about that sort of thing yeah. until this year where I could care less anymore. But, so anyway, it's, it's October. I'm, I'm, I'm knee deep. It's Thursday. Uh, the games I think started that Friday or Saturday, actually. Anyway, I'm on the fryer. I'm learning the fryer. Uh, I'm doing good. I even had someone come up and say, "Man, you really caught onto this fryer." One of the other managers came and said, "You caught onto this fryer quick. You're, you're you're hanging in there, doing good." I said, "I, I got it going." Well, then Dan, being you know, uh, Mister, I got to go. I got to go check on the new guy and train him. You know, comes over and starts getting in my way, getting in my business and shit. And then orders are starting to fall behind. He's throwing stuff in the fryer. I'm throwing stuff in the fryer. Then another manager comes over because he's got to kiss Dan's Fucking ass. Fucking how many managers are there? There was three there right at that time, that particular time. Dan was the general manager. Then you had these other two who were shift managers, and then one of them was getting ready to get off. So there was always the, always at least two managers there, I think, or mo- most of the time two. But anyway, this other manager comes over because he's got to kiss Dan's ass. You know, look at me. I'm helping, and he's getting in the way. So there's three people in the fryer, and everybody's throwing stuff in the fryer. And then the, the regular worker comes to work at, f- at like 5, 6 o'clock, and he's on the fryer. So there's four of us standing in front of the fryer. Everybody's throwing stuff in. And is there a- even enough room? No, there's not. Because the, uh, this, is, this is a cookout with no indoor eating either. Mm, this is just a drive-thru. Yeah. So anyway, things are being pulled up. They're burnt. Everything's burnt. Well, guess, guess who got the blame? Dan. No. Nick, the fucking new guy, me. Uh, Even though there's four of us there, and I had it going on before any of these jokers walked over yeah. there, so Dan made a smart comment, you know, like you know, the, the new, you know the, me being the new guy, I, I'm screwing it up and all that, and I'm like, okay, motherfucker, I was doing fine till you walked over here.
1: I remember being on recruiting duty. Y'all call me Nick, the new guy. Yeah, you were Nick, the new guy, and I didn't know Nick it was an acronym. It stands for <laughs> New in Command. I did not <laughs> so, know that. So, uh, so anyway, so okay, the rest of that day, I, I was I was steaming, I
0: was I was fuming, I was. As as, as I as hot as those fryers. Well, <laughs> as as I always tell Amanda man, I was stewing, I was stewing on it. So then Friday I stewed some more, and then Saturday I was still stewing. Now usually with me, if, if I'm stewing on something after two days, Just stew better then, be good. Uh, well, no. If I'm stewing on something after two days, see, I don't I don't jump the gun anymore, and make rash decisions like I used to when I was younger. I actually think about things. So, but if I'm stewing on it for two days, then I know action has to be taken. So I went to work Saturday, I'm on the fryer again, and I'm I'm with this young kid, nice kid. Me and him were just chatting and all that, and and they're all getting all crazy, and and, and, and I just looked at him, and I I was like, you know, I was like, there's really no need to get up tight here. I mean, nobody's dying here. He's like, well, what do you mean? I said, we're not in a war zone, dude. There's nothing. Yeah.
1: We're
0: we're making fries. So let's calm down a little bit.
1: Yeah. And then I got to thinking. It's not taking too serious. Yeah. And
0: then I got to thinking a little bit. It it was like six o'clock, and I'm thinking, man, the World Series starts at eight i'm thinking i ain't missed the world series since 1988
1: that shit's important to you so then i well it was it's we like, had good memories yeah, over yeah, till you this know, year you know. but
0: anyway let me let me let me kind of fast forward here so i'm th- I'm sitting there stewing still, and every time i look at dan i just want to go punching uh but basically it got to be like 7 seven thirty, and i'm like you know what if i leave now i can still make the game so, so i told the kid i said i'm out of here dude he's like really i said yeah i'm going home he said you coming back? I said, no, I ain't coming back, dude. I said, good luck. Have a good day. <laughs> and I, I went over, grabbed my time card because they still did time cards at cookout. Yeah. And uh, and I told Dan, I said, I'm going home. He's like, you can't just go home. I said, I don't think you heard me, Dan. I said, I'm going home. He said, well, you can't just leave when you want. I said, uh, for the last time, I'm fucking leaving. You do what you got to do, yeah. I'm going to do what I got to do. So I tossed him the hat and all that bullshit, and I pretty much said, fuck you, and I walked out the door. I went home. I turned on the Royals, and um, who they play that year? Oh, 2015. I think it was the Giants, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. That's when they had Well, those, no, they what? played
0: the Giants in 14, and the Giants won. They played the Mets in 15. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and they beat the Mets. So, uh, yeah, so, so that was my cookout story after two weeks. So then after that, I went to uh Bojangles and I won't go hold whole deep onto this one, but, uh, I worked there for two months. And then finally I just realized, uh, I really don't need this bullshit. Cause you know, I, every time I turned around, I'd be the only one there. I'd be like, And I was, I was a manager and I was like, w- where'd everybody go? It's cause the other managers were sending everybody home and not telling me anything. And I was supposed to be the assistant manager. And I'm like, this is stupid. So, so finally I went home and, um, Which, like, on a Super Bowl Sunday, you'd think they'd want everybody working, right? They Mm -hmm. didn't have me on the schedule. And I thought, well, I'm not on the schedule. I said, okay, well, I'm not going to ask.
1: Because you could care less about the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, I I don't don't care care about
0: the Super Bowl. So uh, then I didn't go to work at Sunday. The Monday I come in, they're like, where were you yesterday? I was like, what do you mean? It was Super Bowl Sunday. You were supposed to be here. I said, I wasn't on the schedule. And then they said, well, you got to check the schedule every day. I ain't checking the schedule every damn day. You tell me the days you want me to be here. Yeah. So that week, and then every time I was off, they would call me and go, Can you come in and open? Can you do this? Can you? And because they, they lied to me from the get go when they hired me, they said I'd be working these hours, uh, this, that, and the other. None of that turned out to be true. It was all bullshit. So make a long story short, on that one, uh, I went. I, I went on my day off. They called me. They and I didn't answer the phone. They called me again. I didn't answer the phone. They called me again. I didn't answer the phone. Got up the next morning. Didn't go to work. Said I ain't going. I'm done. Uh, I still had the keys to the building. They kept texting me, and then finally they were like, can you give us our keys back? And I finally told them, listen, I have no intentions of keeping your damn keys, but I'm not driving 40 minutes to give you your damn keys. I'll mail them to you. So I put them in the mail that same day, and I was done with Bojangles. So.
1: Dude, you you have perfected the walkout, you know. Well, because if you, you, re- you if, have if, we, perfected we, the walkout.
0: When you really don't care and, and you actually already have it planned out that you really don't yeah. need to be there, it's pretty damn easy.
1: Yeah. It, <laughs> Why even give a two-weeks notice? I can understand. I, it. quit, I it. quit
0: I quit doing that. Well, I did it on my last job, so I can't say I quit doing it. But I did it once, and and they screwed me. Uh, I tried to be nice, gave a two-week notice, and then they came to me the next day, oh, we don't need you anymore. And I'd already factored in this whole two weeks, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's when I said, okay, okay, I, 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 it's noted. So in the future, and the only reason why I gave a two-week notice this last time <clears throat> was because I, I, I figured they weren't going to do that because they needed drivers anyway. But that's why... My last job, where I went to work for the bus place, I did that for a year. After a year, it wasn't fun anymore. That's why I quit there, uh, and uh, I just gave him a two
1: week notice and then I was done. And that's it.
0: That was the last job I had, and that's the last one I plan on getting. So.
1: Yeah, retirement's <clears> lovely. <throat> you know, here we are podcasting. You know, it, if we were actually working regular jobs, we wouldn't be able to do this. You no, know? no, 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 yeah. no. This is right. What well, we know? got
0: our podcast off the ground in February.
1: Uh, yeah, and it's it's grown and grown and grown and grown and. It, you know, it's it's something we work hard at, but it's also kind of leisurely. You know, so.
0: Well, I don't know if I work too hard. I wouldn't really call what we do here work because I, I enjoy doing it. So it's it, yeah. It's not really work. Um, once we figure, I mean, we kept, we keep learning more about the technical side. But, yeah. You know, but that's you know expected as you go. Yeah.
1: So. I, I think of it as a, as a as a as a a profession that's a hobby of mine that mm-hmm. um I enjoy doing. This, this is therapy to me, and I. Uh, so here we are, yeah. It's, I, I, it's, it's an evolution of jobs that we have that brought us here. Yeah, it's and, our celebration of Labor Day. You know, and uh, I, I, I learned some shit about you. George, I did not know, and I've known you for, what, we're going on, what, 16, 17 years now? Oh, yeah, about 15, 16 years. Yeah, a little while. I did not know a lot of different things about you. So so hopefully the listeners also learned a little bit about us uh, Bull. Uh, I mean, that's uh, yeah, a, a little
0: break from our, our normal stuff. Yeah. We go over here, but like we always said, we like to mix it up, do different yeah. things here and there. Yeah. Sometimes people just want to hear a story. They don't always want to hear me ranting and raving about Democrats.
1: Yeah. So, hey, our email is at uh, two men in shed. To two men in a shed, totally uncensored, at gmail.com. I almost <laughs> fucked it all up because I was thinking about my other jobs. Uh, but it's number two, not to T-W-O. Um, give us some feedback. Give us some history or, or, or unique job experiences that you all have had, and uh, maybe we can bring it up and just communicate back with yeah. all, all or, our wonderful listeners. Or, or,
0: or tell us the, the best time you walked out or whatever. Yeah, or the we mic fired. drop. or we got fired or whatever, yeah. you know? So, yeah, it'd be good, good times to go over, so. But yeah, let's give a shout out to, once again all of our listeners. We appreciate it. Uh, like I said last week, we did this on a Thursday. Kind of hurts our downloads, like I say, because we moved and didn't. People didn't know, um, but hopefully we'll pick it back up this week. So
1: no but, doubt. But
0: in the future, we'll try to give uh, the heads up when that happens. But last week just came up, so you know you can't always. Uh, you don't always know when shit's gonna pop up.
1: So never mm-hmm. know, so, you know. Mm-hmm. As 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 routine as our life is, there are bumps in the road and twists in the road, and so true. little turns here and there. Very so, true. well, you ready to put a cherry on this motherfucker? Let's get the last out. Yeah. Make sure you jump on the Trump train because it's yeah. a rolling and it is, it is a, a moving quick. Yep, so. Trump train twenty twenty. <laughs>
0: we appreciate y'all listening, and if that's all you got, Chris, we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.